Welcome to the Everyman News Network, where three regular-ass guys explain how the news affects our lives and the lives of other regular-ass people. I'm your host, Brandon, a regular-ass real estate agent. As always, I'm joined by Brett, a regular-ass grant writer, and Petey, a regular-ass exterminator. Brett, what's in the news today? All right, so this week, again, we are going to talk about the police shooting in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, focus a little bit more on the aftermath of it today. Uh, there has been a ton of things happen that we did not have an opportunity to get into. We will tonight though. Uh, but as always, we are going to start out with three news stories. Two of them will be fake and PD will guess the real news story. So PD, here we go. I'm ready. Number one, <clears throat> the sheriff of Kenosha, Wisconsin, made news when he stated to reporters, quote, I've watched the video and I didn't see a thing wrong with my officer's behavior. Uh, I could see that going. I can see that going down. News story two, Donald Trump, in remarks to the White House briefing room, defended Kyle Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old who traveled across state lines with an assault rifle to the Kenosha protests and killed two people, saying that he acted in self-defense and, quote, was in very big trouble, probably would have been killed. And the final news story, Joe Biden, in a speech today, made what many are calling a misstep when he stated that he understood where the looters were coming from. All right. Well, this one, I have very little um, knowledge of any of them. So, <laughs> yeah. And I could all, I could see all of these happening. Um, That's the idea. <laughs> I will say uh, Donald Trump at this point is, is like in a, the Mike Tyson zone that Bill Simmons said, where if you tell me anything about Donald Trump, I'm just yeah. going to assume it's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I that like, I would see that being the first thing he would do as soon as he re just heard, even heard about it on the news or something. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, do you know the answer? I believe I do. Okay. Well, you take a guess after PD does, just for the hell of it. Okay. I'm gonna say that the the police chief saying his officer did nothing wrong is probably the true one. Okay. I hope that Trump is not that. Although I don't know what this kid did. I've only heard what other people said. I've not actually heard the story. Um, so right. I know he killed some people, but I don't know exactly what happened. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go with number one. All right. That's the true Silver. one. Silvers, what do you guess? I'm going to stick with my, my previous uh, theory and say that the Donald Trump story is true. The Donald, the Donald Trump story is true. He really quoted him verbatim. He, that's exactly what he said. What was it? I think he said very bad. And that was like a giveaway. He loves 
Uh, very yeah. and a very simple word after very. Yeah. So, uh, PD, the, uh, the Kenosha, Wisconsin sheriff, actually what he did is tell reporters that he has not even watched the video. <laughs> How could you not? Uh, don't they even have cameras on their body? I, I, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if these guys did or not. Uh, but, yeah. Even more outlandish than what I said. The man has not even watched the video. Uh, and Biden, of course, uh, did not say anything of the sort. Uh, he had a absolutely wonderful speech today, in my opinion, uh, doing everything he needed to do. Trump is trying to paint him as a friend of the rioters and the looters and trying to convince people that they will be unsafe in Biden's America by showing them images of Trump's current America. Uh, the old switcheroo. Yeah. <laughs> but no, Biden was very clear that uh, the rioters and the looters need to be prosecuted and arrested, and they are not protesting. So anyway, that's where we're at. And that sounds correct. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it was a masterful speech today. Um, we, we, we'll talk more about it as we go along. I'm sure it's directly tied to all of this, but yeah, I guess, uh, I guess before we get into that, um, should we talk about just everything that's happened after, after the Jacob Blake shooting? And we, we really only talked about the shooting itself last week. Probably should so that I'm and brought up to speed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I could actually, uh, you know, have some thought on it. Yeah. So, um, Silvers, do you think the uh, this Kyle Rittenhouse is the first thing to talk about? I think so. <laughs> so uh, it kind of encompasses uh, a lot of what is wrong with everything. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this this kid, he's 17 years old, lives in Illinois. Um. He saw the uh, protests and uh, the rioting and whatnot going on in Kenosha, and he took it upon himself to travel up to Kenosha, Wisconsin, cross state lines with an assault rifle. Uh, I think his mother drove him. Responsible. So he got up there, and he was defending businesses, supposedly. That's, that's what he was up there for. And... Uh, and if you'll recall last week, we talked about how white people with assault rifles can show up to these protests and the cops will call them uh, armed allies. That exact yeah. thing, exactly to the T that happened here. There's footage of cops telling these guys with assault rifles, we really appreciate you guys and giving them, sharing their water with them, sharing their bottled water with them. Uh, so anyway, this kid, uh, Shot someone, killed him, uh, a protester, a rioter, uh, whatever you want to call him, shot, shot a person. And, uh, and then a, another person, seeing that he shot someone, went to try to disarm him uh, with a skateboard, started, started trying to hit him with a skateboard, and they tussled, and then he killed that guy as well. So he's killed two people. 
and Tucker Carlson has come to his defense, and as we heard earlier, Donald Trump has come to his defense. Good stuff. Didn't he? That's fantastic. A, shot a third one too, correct? Uh, yeah, he shot a third person who I don't think is dead. I don't know how that one took place. This is more of an argument for gun laws than anything. As far yeah. as a 17-year-old have a assault rifle. Well, I think that's illegal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's already illegal. So yeah. that, that a point for the, the Republicans, um, people will not obey gun laws. Criminals will not obey gun laws. So. Yeah, they were right, I guess. Cool. Well, Let's give if up the guns weren't here in the first place, they, could, they wouldn't have the cho choice to get them. But yeah, that's off subject. And, you know, if uh, – I mean, this kid could have done what he did with a pistol, I guess, which I don't think anybody wants to, like, ban pistols. But I don't think he would have been emboldened to go up in the middle of this fucking protest unless he had an assault rifle. I just had that thought. I mean, does that make sense? Probably. Yeah. Completely agree. And I think – correct me if I'm wrong – I've also read that he was in some sort of cadet academy to become a police officer, like, in high school – with one the of these plan fuckers. in mind of going and becoming uh, a police officer later was like his dream. Wow, I didn't know that. Someone might want to verify that, but uh, you if know that's it's, true. It's that then he's one of the worst human beings on the planet. If that's your, you just want to be a cop, so you can have a gun. That's what that guy is. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about the. I mean, he's got this. It's, not, it's probably not even right to call it a fiction at this point. It plays out every fucking week, uh, it seems like. But he's got this idea in his head that police are meant to, like, defend the community from black people, basically. And, and uh, he gets up there, and like I said, the, the police have welcomed these people with assault rifles, telling them they appreciate them. They fucking obviously think the same thing. I mean... Uh, that, that's just so shocking to me that that's how they look at these protesters and they see the enemy, you know? And of course they're supposed to run out and grab somebody and kick ass if they see them breaking a window. I get that. But they look on this field of protesters and they just see the fucking enemy and they see white people with assault rifles over here who's capable of way more damage. And that, that's their ally. Just, oh, you see any person with a gun in that type of atmosphere and think that that's a good idea for them to be there, whether it's yeah. assault rifle or a cap gun, just nothing good is going to come from that. Yeah. I would think you'd go over and say, Hey, uh, if y'all can stay at, we, we we're, we're the trained professionals. We can handle this. Y'all stay over here. You know, it seems right. like take your guns home and stay there. Right. Instead you fucking embolden them. And tell yeah, them you, you encourage them. Yeah. Well, it's because the police know that they they aren't trained professionals either. So. Yeah. Um, well, that's true. apparently no one is. But I think it's it's interesting. Um, this clearly would not go that way if the protest side showed up armed to the teeth to yeah. protest. That would be a huge problem. I don't think they would be passing out water bottles to them. We'll call it a militia. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it just brings out a lot of the hypocrisies in, in the arguments. I know 
a lot of what you saw about Jacob Blake afterwards was he was a criminal, blah, blah, blah. So that's that's the first go-to for racists. Yeah, not in that moment, he wasn't. Exactly. They always go with, well, he, he was a criminal, so he, he deserved it. Well, Kyle Rittenhouse was a criminal as well because he was illegally possessing a firearm. Yeah, yeah. But he's a hero. He defended a business. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. It's just, it's very stark. It's just very fucking clear here. And yeah. And they go back and they try to make this kid out to be, you know, the right Tucker Carlson and all that. They make this kid out to be some kind of hero. And I mean, he's, he's not heroic about that. He wasn't fighting for anything that mattered to him. Right. Yeah. He's not. It's not like he's that, defending his own community. No. Yeah. I mean, if his dad owned like one of those shops or something, he said, "Oh, I'm gonna stand out here with a gun in front of my family shop." Whatever. Tip. Tip my hat to him. Whatever. Makes sense. Sure. But he goes crosses state lines to go get involved in this shit, thinking he's doing the right thing. I'm sure, which is fucking terrifying. You know. Oh, absolutely. Has he been charged with anything? Yeah, uh, I'll pull up his exact charges, but yeah, he has been charged with like two homicides. The way the well, media has handled it, because I, I saw the the pictures of him, uh, that Kyle Rittenhouse seen cleaning paint off area yeah. businesses and and stuff like that. Like, oh, fantastic! Yeah, I saw. <laughs> He's an angel. And if he goes He'll, up there and does that fine you know yeah. if he, <laughs> you don't need a gun to do that he right. shot the paint off the walls yeah. <laughs> but i like the fact that he okay he did this thing prior to killing people so he's absolved he must have been doing the right thing dylan roof sat through bible study so he's absolved of of then killing everybody yeah <laughs> jesus it's just, it's insane. And um, I don't know, just, just the, the hypocrisy of the, the media, the way that he's looked at exactly yeah. like, oh, well, he was, because like, like we said with Jacob Blake, they went back and looked at every bad thing he's ever done in his life to justify him being shot. Kyle Rittenhouse, they've gone back and looked at every good deed he's committed. I did see a video on Twitter of him slapping a girl like a he sure did <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't his fault though she had uh graffiti on her face <laughs> uh he has been charged with uh first degree intentional homicide first degree reckless homicide two counts of first degree reckless recklessly endangering safety Attempted first-degree intentional homicide and possession of a dangerous weapon by a person under 18. All, all of that sounds good to me. How, um, how shitty are his parents to drive him up there with an assault rifle knowing what he's going to do? That is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Can you just imagine one of your parents just, let alone telling one of your parents that that was your idea? And then yeah. not just beating the shit out of you. <laughs> I mean, they can get a Uber. 
that makes me almost feel a tad of like sympathy for the kid because he's clearly raised in a ungodly horrible household. Like, there's yeah, you know, there's no way any sane parent had any involvement. Yeah, it's not like he snuck an assault rifle into the trunk of the car. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mom, take, I'd love to clean the graffiti off of these businesses. Can you give me a ride? And her thought wasn't, well, can you wait for them to stop, you know, rioting first and then go clean it? No, let's just go through it right now in the middle of the riots. You're 17. No big deal. Yeah, I'm looking at some the, some pictures from this and uh, they've got, they've got, him, somebody was like professionally photographing this stuff. They've got him like shooting the guy and like this dude kicking the shit out of him which i guess is what finally ended all this that's crazy wow i guess i, I read that the first guy he shot threw something at him uh maybe i don't know and so that's what i saw i haven't seen anything official um it was like a molotov cocktail or something and yeah. then he shot him so they're gonna definitely argue self-defense on that i would imagine yeah but the other people, particularly maybe if you didn't have guy, an assault rifle in your hand, you might not have people throwing shit at you. But yeah, that's well, true as well. You, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say that that's that's true as well. But as far as the second guy who appears to have tried to be heroic in in saving people from a crazed gunman to go up and attack him to disarm him. I don't see how that's that's self-defense. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I want to bring up the uh, Ahmad Arbery just really quick to kind of get into how this stuff works a little bit legally. Uh, so the Ahmad Arbery thing, uh, God, when that feels like five fucking years ago. That was in February, I think. Yes, and then the the video came out in May, I believe. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, the guy's jogging down the road. Uh, two people are waiting on him armed, and they start some shit with him, and then they end up killing him. Uh, so you can't, you know, the prosecutors there didn't just charge them with just straight-up regular murder, which, you know, what they did was they said, basically, y'all – waited on this guy you initiated conflict and then when he fought back you killed him you can't start shit and then when they fight back kill him and then say oh self-defense and i think that's fairly analogous to what kyle rittenhouse did i mean he goes up here with a gun and certainly the second guy it's like he's he shot somebody then the second guy comes in and, and fights yeah i mean he is at that point he is defending himself from the skateboard attack and all that but you started it all, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and just, the first killing, if this guy threw something at him, you know, I get, I get that he might have been defending himself from that, but you've got to take into account. He traveled up here, put himself in this situation <laughs> with a fucking murder tool ready to just fucking rock and roll. Like, you put yourself here, you know? Yeah, so I think those are good points. I'm all about that. Um, I've just seen that, that self-defense argument 
thrown around everywhere, but I don't think you can travel somewhere with a gun and have me believe that you did not intend to use it. Yeah, right. Because yeah. an accessory of some kind to complete your militia look. Yeah. And if they can get any, if they can see that he has committed any felony, like up till the shootings, then they can maybe get, get him for felony murder, which is if somebody gets killed in the course of, you know, committing a felony, then that's murder, whether you were defending yourself or not, you know? Mm -hmm. And I would say his actions were very criminal leading up to all of this for sure. Despite Wait, the uh, graffiti laws. But didn't he break two laws just going there by having a, you know, a firearm underage and then also transporting an assault rifle across state lines. Pretty sure that's illegal as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think uh, certainly the having the gun under 18 is. I don't know if that's a felony though, but yeah. Well, that's how uh, Biden's America would look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not careful. Yeah. So like, you want to get into that whole thing now? This is one of the segue. One of the stupidest political arguments I've seen in my entire life. I love it. So basically, uh, PD, if you haven't seen the whole entire Republican convention and Trump afterwards, his whole message is, do you see what's going on in Kenosha and Portland and so on and so forth? This is what Joe Biden's America will be. And, you know, it's, yeah. it's, his, it's his America. <laughs> <laughs> this happened under Trump's yeah. <clears throat> rule. And as, <clears throat> as sad as it is, I actually, I don't know that it's a horrible strategy for him because I do think there is a lot of people out there stupid enough to buy into this. Oh, there absolutely. absolutely is. That's why they did it. I mean, they don't have to appeal to the smart people. They just have to appeal to the, the, the masses. Yeah. Which is scary because that very yeah. well could work. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I think there's, there should be some you know, testing going along with your ability to vote. <laughs> just, just an aptitude test, not necessarily, uh, you know, it shouldn't be discriminatory as far as like race or creed or anything like that. Just, can you form sentences? And you identify actual fake news on Facebook. Yeah. Do you know what a fact is? We should have them all do the, the PD test at the, at the beginning of the episodes where we read yeah. three stories. <laughs> yeah. Can you read? <laughs> um, yeah. The, uh, there's something about Republicans are just kind of assumed to be the law and order tough on crime party. And I think that's why Trump's little play here has a chance to work because people just see, Oh, these Democrat mayors in these Democrat cities, you know, are letting all this crime happen and uh, you know, the Republican president will stop it, you know, and well, Trump hasn't stopped it. Exactly. It, it, right. It, it, we're asking just the 
tiniest modicum of logic here if you think about it. He's done nothing to stop it. And, and Joe Biden's speech today, if you listen to it, he will he addressed all this very well. He was very sarcastic and just very critical of Trump in, in these kind of arguments. Um, he was saying, they're showing you pictures of Trump's America to tell you what America under me will be like. And it, just very good stuff there from Biden to address this head on and make it clear that, you know, he, he kept running off a list that he kept saying, 180,000 coronaviruses. Do you really feel safe in Trump's America? Uh, riots and looting in all these cities. Do you really feel safe in Trump's America? And he went with like 10 of those. They're just very fucking good. I think that's that's a that's what it keeps coming back to for me. Even if you were just the most hardcore Trump voter in 2016, how has your life or America gotten better in the past three and a half years? Like it just hasn't. Like no, it just has not. Not at all. But I don't. I think for most of the voters, it wasn't about that. Uh, it was just about him fighting the culture war, you know, I mean, him and owning the libs and it was we, definitely a response to the, you know, the extreme left and all, you know, the cancel culture stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, probably a little bit. And I think it was really a response to having a black president. It was a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, it's not like 2016 involved an extreme left candidate. Uh-huh. from the democratic side um but i i do think i think it it was mostly uh black president response and at what point does owning the libs do you do you realize that you're also losing right <laughs> well they don't care they this was <laughs> funny conservative voters have never uh, they've long demonstrated that they don't care about like hurting themselves as long as they hurt their supposed enemy. I mean, we saw it with, you know, the whole South used to be Democrat and in favor of welfare. And then Ronald Reagan convinced everyone, well, all of that welfare is actually helping black people. And they said, Nope, fuck that shit. <laughs> Let me and my cousin starve. I do not fucking care as long as, as long as black people in the inner city aren't getting help, I'm all for that. And uh, yeah, we were saying no, they don't. They don't fucking care about their own health care. You know, it's just a zero sum game to some people. You know, it's insanity because I'm legitimately. I thought people were overreacting when Trump was elect, elected. I knew he was going to be bad. I did not know that this was going to happen. Well, if it wasn't for Corona and the police shootings, all that, it just brought to light how bad he actually was. Because he was, other than that, it was just, you know, regular, the other weird shit he would say on Twitter. Right. But now he's got, we have real issues going on and he just is completely inept. Yeah. I I think from the beginning, we kind of knew like, the bad things that he does, we'll see 10 years, 20 years down the road, like the, the deregulation, cutting social programs to fund these tax cuts, shit like that. But yeah, like you said, he, ha- he, he didn't do anything that 
affected our lives immediately. But when yeah. Corona come and he had a real crisis to respond to, just fucking shit the bed entirely. And this is where we're at. This is why you have to have someone who knows what they're doing up there. And I hope a real leader, not yeah. just a, a guy who's a bully and talks a lot. Yeah. Right. And I, I hope a lot of people have learned that lesson. Surely to God they have. I don't think they have. Based well, on not, none of his voters. I'm not, I'm not asking to change. Any oh, mind. Yeah. Die hard. I'm just talking about there's, there's a huge chunk of independents out there that, hated Hillary so much that they're like, fuck it. Let's give Trump a try. Maybe it'll work out. I hope to God they've seen didn't work out. (laughs) Yeah. Not even, not even really close. He almost pulled it off. (laughs) He almost tricked us all, but he's just really, really terrible at this. It's amazing. We could stick a dog up there and the dog would do a better job. Yeah, it's really surprising that somebody with absolutely no political experience whatsoever uh, would be bad at running an entire country. Who would have thunk? (laughs) Turns out that's what's. This has been beat to death a million times, but every job you want to get requires like twenty-seven years' experience, except the most important one in the free world. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. I'm worried about the next four years because he was way worse than I thought he was going to be. And I thought he was going to be terrible. Yeah. uh, I don't know what the fuck will happen Uh, because for most of his, most of these first four years, he at least had, there was a lot of people in all of the positions of power around him that kind of kept him in check. They kind of knew they were dealing with a, volatile idiot and they kept things in check you know if you've read any of the there was a shit ton of books like insiders from the white house would like write a book about their time there uh and like his his own advisors would like sneak in and take stuff off of his desk before he signed it so and then he'd forget about it like you know and i worry these next four years he all of those people are going to be gone and he's going to get to do whatever the hell he wants, and that's terrifying. Well, especially considering the Supreme Court seats that could come available. Yeah. Yeah. Because of RBG, um, she should have she should she have retired. Been, she should be dead by now. Yeah, yeah, she should have retired during Obama's second term. Yeah. And now she has to just keep on working so that the country – is not just awful for the next 40 years. Yeah. uh, She definitely needs a statue built once all this shit, once she dies. I mean, she has done such a service to this country, just staying in there. And I don't think we can ask another four years of her, you know? I mean, no, 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 no. She survived another four years. Right. I don't surprise. I mean, she couldn't give it to (laughs) us. did ask i'm sure but <laughs> yeah. it's like me up it's like me up to her yeah right <laughs> but uh no i just i don't know what what does what are y'all's thoughts about november right now um so basically before covid i knew trump was going to get reelected you know it's just so hard to beat the incumbent and 
he'd like we said, he'd really done nothing bad that affects the day-to-day lives of, you know, you had to be a political, somebody that follows it to know that he was horrible. COVID happened. I've totally flipped. I totally believe Biden is going to win. I felt comfortable about that. Now I'm seeing the, the public sentiment on these protests and the rioting and all that has kind of flipped a little bit. And I'm worried that people are going to be scared and go with the guy who's screaming law and order. So I've got a little afraid. But then today I see Biden's speech that I just put the hammer down on all of this shit. So I'm, I'm totally back feeling very, very confident after Biden's speech today. I'm still 50-50. Like, you're absolutely, if it wasn't for COVID, Trump was going to win hands down. But it, that's the one thing that gave Biden a chance. But still, it's just so hard to upend a sitting president. It, no matter how bad he's been, it's just... Uh, I'll be happily surprised when Biden wins, I guess. Yeah, I think I'm leaning towards optimism for Biden simply because of how bad he has handled COVID and that's affecting everybody. But rich people are getting richer. I would have thought Trump would be cranking out these stimulus checks left and right. I know. Yeah, it's weird. He's kind of... uh he come to office as a populist, but he's really, he's governed a lot as a, you know, just a classic conservative with these huge tax cuts and not being tight as hell with this stimulus money. But yeah, like you said, he, what does he care if he wrecks the national debt? I mean, he clear, clearly doesn't care. He's already done it, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, while he did say, he would seem like he would crank out those stimulus checks. If it were me, buddy, I'll be getting one every other day <laughs> until election day. And I'd be at each, I'd have people at, at the polls dressed as Santa's elves <laughs> passing them out. Um, because, I mean, that that's going to play a, a, that's huge. And you see, like, Jeff Bezos and everyone's wealth just go through the roof. And you can't make your mortgage payment. Uh, I don't know why he didn't do that. I do find it funny that he's the law and order president when everyone he's ever met is has gotten arrested. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got on on the Democratic ticket, you've got Kamala, who um, she is the law and order candidate right there. She's known for prosecuting to the point that the left was a little hesitant about her because of her record as a, as a DA. Yeah. So people get caught up in these stereotypes of each party and you believe what you want to believe because it's your team and you're rooting for them to win, I guess. I don't know. When so, do you just get to be done with parties? When, when, it, when can that happen? Uh, probably I think not. that would solve a lot of issues. But the problem is the team mentality. Yeah, they're only getting stronger because That's, of that. Yeah, yeah. After um, what is it? Uh, the dude in the nineties, um, Russ Perot. Yeah, they just but, said, "No, nah, we're not having that shit no more." What Trump showed is that you can kind of co-opt one of the parties and make it your own. You you'll never get rid of the yeah. name. 
he's taking over that fucking party. You know, so that if, if you want to have a third party, and, and Bernie tried to do it, really. Bernie's an independent. You know, he, yep. he tried, yeah. of course, he didn't run as an independent because he's not stupid. He tried to run through the Democrat. So what do you what do y'all think about, uh, you know, I, I praised Biden in his speech for uh, being very clear about, you know, he doesn't support the rioters. He, you know, he stood up for law and order a little bit, which has been Trump's big criticism of him. What do you think about that? strategy is there any pushback to my idea that it's the correct that's thing the to correct do? idea i think so whether or not it's you know publicly well that works for, works for him or not but it, that's the correct stance we'll see i i'm i'm talking about correct to me is what you got to do to win i don't give a fuck about morals at this point i don't care <laughs> what i'm not worried about that when i say correct i'm talking about politically for him to win i think they're one and the same in this case yeah. What do you think, Sylvie? I think it will pull more people off the fence than it will push people to the fence. Yeah. I can see you got people on the left who are like, you know, people are mad, so they're going to riot, and their understanding of why the riots are going on, but he's clearly trying to appeal to those people who are, or shifting in those polls back over to Trump because they're scared yeah. of Biden's America. Yeah. And I think that's the correct thing to do. And honestly, I think anybody that you would lose by like not having a statement like, Oh, I support the looters. I don't think was going to vote anyway for Biden. You know, that was probably like Bernie or bust type people or even further left than that even. So I, I, don't I can't think imagine anybody saying as a candidate that they support the looters. That's just, that's, that'd be suicide. Get on Twitter. I'm sure you'll see some. <laughs> yeah, it's not shocking to me. I've seen. I've seen it. This is uh, why I have a, a higher you know, mental health than a lot of people. Is I'm not on any of that stuff. So yeah. <laughs> if I don't see that, I can't be. If I can't be enraged. Yeah. Do you think uh, Kamala should come out and say something similar, being the law and order candidate, like you said? I think she she has to because she is the law and order candidate on both tickets. It's Kamala, and she she needs to come out and and state her case here too. I, she could probably do it even better than Joe. Yeah, it would help. Yeah, and on that note, uh, you know, we kind of thought Kamala was going to need to be the one doing most of the speaking, and we needed to keep Joe in the basement. Uh, with his DNC speech and the speech today, I think he needs to be front and center. He has been fucking fantastic. Got all the blunders out the way early. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're at probably 20 seconds or so. Uh, I hope you were getting my hand signals. At the time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah, uh, how do we want to close it? Crushed it again. Yep. Vote for Biden. Vote blue, no matter who. <laughs> All right.